This is the Monks Park Surgery Podcast. So, well, welcome again to the very first real official proper Monks Park podcast. Uh, Dr Langton here and I'm accompanied by... Uh, David Falker, practice manager. That's very formal, David. <laughs> this, this is the first time we've done this. And uh, as I think I might have said in the last podcast, I've been wanting to do podcasts for years. Are you a podcast listener, David? I am, yes. Yeah, I'm subscribed to uh, a few Park that are surgery. out there. Monks Park Surgery. I am, I think, the only subscriber to Monks Park Surgery at the moment. But hey-ho, hopefully we'll get some more. I don't know how we find out, actually. There is bandwidth you can look at on the thing. Okay. But I, I have absolutely no idea what that means in terms of real people. Something to check on. Something, something to look at. Mm. So, what we're going to do in the next 10-15 minutes, um, I think we'll have a go at saying what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you a bit about the podcast, a bit about the surgery, a bit about the practice manager. I'd like to know what he does, actually, to be fair. Not a lot. Um, well, you can tell us all about that in a minute. <laughs> well, what will, we, what will we do with the other 14 minutes? <laughs> Indeed. Um, and then a bit of news, maybe. So... Um, what should we talk about? Should we tell people about us and Monks Park and Hallfield a bit? Where, okay. where, where are we? Where, where's the practice? So we're um, conveniently located um, to um, the, well, we're just up the road from Southmead Hospital. Um, this is convenient as in living in Bristol, but yes. if I'm in a, listening in Alaska, it's not Yes, no, absolutely. Well, we are a, um, a converted house, uh, a heavily extended converted house. Um, situated on Monks Park Avenue, which is a predominantly residential area. Um, we have plenty of green spaces around us, although they're disguised um, in park areas and, and, and woodland. Um, we are on just off the main A38, which is a, a busy through road through from Gloucester, Bristol. It also runs through to Plymouth and, and much further afield. The, um, the gateway to the southwest. It is, yeah, absolutely. And on a good clear run uh, at six o'clock in the morning when there's no other traffic around, you can have a, a decent spin of wheels on this A38. People often say to me, the question I'm often asked mm. is, are we inner city, semi-urban, rural? And I, I find that question quite hard to answer. Because mm. I guess we're not... We're, we're not in a inner city. We're not St Paul's, are we? No, no. We, we've we've got quite an interesting catchment area in that we're 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 situated, I think, sufficiently outside of the centre of town. Um, we're not quite uh, what I would describe as rural, um, only because you've got the build-up of the city centre to one side. You've then got industrial areas and the access to the motorway through Cribs Causeway to the west of us. Uh, and then obviously you've then got the main motorway links through um, Almondsbury, uh, where the M4 and M5 uh, interchanges. So actually we're, we're, we're kind of, I would say, mid-city um, centre. Yeah. And we're, um, right, we're right between two quite large council estates, aren't we? Southmead is, is well known, mm. but actually Lock Lees, which is, we've got Southmead a mile one way and Lockleys a mile the other way, and they're, they're both areas where there can be quite a lot of deprivation. Yes, um, but in the middle, you've, you've, we've got the sort of tail end of places like Bishopston and 
going through to Patchway, haven't we, which are perhaps a bit different. We're quite we're right on the border as well of, of the county. So you've you've got Bristol City Council, which is, which is as where opposed to Bristol Rovers Council. Of course, yeah, absolutely. We, we, before we go any further, uh, <laughs> I used to be a Bristol Rovers doctor, and it's sort of um, there's still quite a lot of banter about. Yes. Bristol Rovers and the other team so that you mentioned were Bristol Bristol City uh, Bristol yeah. City yeah Bristol City yeah Bristol City Council absolutely no yeah. so we, we're, we're on the border really but we're, the, the, the actual surgery itself resides um, within the Bristol City Council um, but literally a hundred yards up the road is where South Gloss kicks in so again we're, we're right on the periphery in terms of um, Monks Park surgery in terms of uh, Bristol GP surgeries we are the most northerly point and how how big's our practice I'm asking you this question because you have your finger on the pulse for numbers yes well it, it, interestingly enough we've um, we've we've seen an increase in the last 12 months we've always been in and around uh, say without getting too specific if I was to quote a figure of 4476 and the 76th person you know who you are um, we're, we're, we've always been in and around there we, we tend to fluctuate throughout the year however we have seen some changes locally um, both in terms of uh, surgeries redefining their borders uh, and obviously we've had some um, building works in, in and around the locality over the last 12-18 months so our list size actually is actually now a lot closer to 4,600 which for us would have been I've, I've been with the surgery now for coming close to five years uh, that would have been the, the highest that our list size has Is reached that in long? that time yes you've done a bit time, since you've been here yeah time flies apparently when you're having fun so allegedly allegedly yeah <laughs> but it's dragged horribly <laughs> um, so yeah that, that, that equates to about two and a half doctors sort of full-time doctors I usually tell people mm. I used to get worried that we were a small practice but the average size practice is 6,000 6, I think 000. you'll find yes so actually we're not a lot so we're not we're not far off and actually as a as a as a well less than average practice in terms of list size we are surrounded by we have larger practices around us so I'd like to think that those those patients that do come here possibly stay with us for you know because of mm. loyalty to the yeah, practice yeah. and the services that we provide and, and i'm very aware we've had patients come to us because they like the smallness but also very aware we've had patients go to some of the larger practices yes because they don't like the smallness they'd, they'd rather have a bigger building with one or two extra services in yes and it. and and you know the the the, the surgery the Monks Park surgery is a will always be a converted extended house. We'll never be a big glass box health centre. Um, absolutely. Um, planning permission pending, clearly. Yeah, we'd, um, have, we'd have to move into your office. Yes. Um, but actually, you, you could argue that there, there's a lot of personality in, in the building that we've got. And actually, I would like to think that it's been lovingly ten, uh, changed from a residential uh, home to uh, the, the surgery that it is today. Yeah, cool. So, pay, people we've got here, there's obviously myself, mm -hmm. Dr Langton, I, I do eight clinics a week, and that would sort of be full-time. Yes, yeah. Um, eight surgeries plus the paperwork and all that other stuff. Mm. Uh, I've got Dr Martha Gutierrez, mm -hmm. um, who does six actually she's sort of going up to six strokes seven we've uh, more of that in a moment yeah, absolutely mm -hmm. um we have 
Dr. Sarah Hartley, who does three surgeries a week. Mm -hmm. And we have Karen Fulker, our nurse practitioner, who does six surgeries a week, plus added paid work as mm. needed. Yeah, and that's absolutely. sort of the medical side, isn't it? Mm. Tell us about the nurses, because we recently had a bit of a change on the nurses. Yes, OK, so we're, we're happy to welcome to the Monks Park Surgery team uh, a young lady called uh, Helen Powell. Helen uh, joins us with um, a wealth of experience um, working as a practice nurse, um, 20 years plus of uh, work experience as a practice nurse. And she still um, only looks 22. Absolutely, yes, yeah. Um, so she's a welcome um, member of the team. Um, she'll be working alongside uh, Jenny Shilton, who's been with us now since, I think, November time, 2008. Um, we've also um, got Jackie, um, Jackie Gard-Evans, who again is our treatment room nurse. And Jackie joined us only recently, really, in the last sort of uh, uh, within the last 12 months. And we've also got Julie, our phlebotomist, who I'm sure many of our listeners will know, and Rachel McLaughlin, our healthcare assistant. Excellent. And I, I think actually, as Helen has recently joined us, it'd be good to flag up to listeners that we might well do an, a nurse's special, we'll interview Helen in, in a week or two's time, hmm. so you can get to know her. And that, that sort of leaves the receptionists. How many receptionists have we got? Okay. Quickly tell us their names. Yeah, we've got uh, five receptionists, all working part-time and covering each other. We've got Linda Berry, um, and Linda has been with us for 20 plus years now. Um, uh, working alongside Linda, we have uh, Laura, we have um, Sue, we have Deborah, and we have Jennifer. And two ladies upstairs that yes. you probably don't see. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got Caroline, who um, is our office manager now. And we have uh, a lady working alongside Caroline um, yeah, called Jenny. And Jenny is our medical secretary. And Pete and Sally, who look after our cleaning. They've been here a year or two. And mm. uh, stalwarts of the practice. Absolutely. Okay, well, I think that gives us enough for people to have a feel of the practice. If you're sitting here listening to this in Alaska or Bombay, <laughs> this is Monk's Park Surgery. Let's have a little bit of news. So, um, so what's new in the practice? Well, uh, this podcast is new, which mm. is very exciting. We are very much prompted by bringing out the newsletter, which is a thing we're doing sort of every six months or so. Trying to, yeah, absolutely. When we get into it. The next one is at the printers and is due out on the 22nd of April. It will appear yeah, in so, the local newspaper. Yeah, so for those um, that haven't or aren't aware of the previous newsletters we've done, the, the last issue we did um, back in September, we actually distributed via the Bristol Observer. So that gets distributed to 6,000 local residents. And the plan is, is that we commence in the 22nd of April. Another 6,000 of these newsletters will be um, distributed in the same fashion. We will also have um, 700 or so um, available in the practice for those. Um, just who don't read newspapers. Absolutely, yes. Or have already found other uses for it and wish they hadn't. Yes. Uh, the big news is the last one was a lovely turquoisey, greeny, very attractive thing. I'm told um, it was teal. Teal? Yes. Uh, this time around, it is a bright orange colour. So you will not fail bright. to miss this. Yeah. This is quite exciting. So that's coming out, which is cool. Mm. And what we're going to do 
in the next. You can probably hear David rustling it here, mm. uh, and we might have a we might have a little uh, just pick out one or two things. But mm. the plan is we're using this to prompt us to do podcasts and then work from that. So we're going to have a newsletter special when it comes out. Picking yes. Up any bits? Is there anything on it you want to just highlight really quickly now, David? Very quickly, um, the the one big thing um, following what we perceive to be a disappointing patient survey last year. Um, and actually, when you look at it, we weren't far off being average. Um, actually, we've, we've undertaken the survey again this year, and the survey results are, are really much improved. And it's a credit to the patients who have filled the survey in clearly, but also the staff that have obviously put some changes in place. We've made some changes which we've we've spoken about in, in previous newsletters and in previous videos around our appointment systems and, and around access. And hopefully we're on the right path. So really good news. And I mean, I know that you particularly were really, really pleased. Mm. Fact. Yes, yeah, no, no. David's been really pleased about how much changed because I think you put in a lot of effort and you were quite yeah, exercised I, about it. And the really great thing about something like that is that when you you actually change it mm. and it gets better and that's really cool yeah and and i guess the real big um positive uh, spin that i would like to possibly mention now is actually the the biggest improvement and um that our highest score was in relation to a question um, that was asked around um the um, reception staff and our reception staff have scored exceptionally highly and well above the national average. So again, it's an opportunity for, for me to say a big well done to them. Are we going to put those things up on the website? Or so somewhere? the newsletter itself will be appearing on the website um, later before the end of April. Yeah. So that will be available shortly. Um, as I say, the distribution is due week commencing the 22nd of April. And uh, we're going to put the, the other... The spreadsheety stuff, the, the the report on the questionnaires. That's okay. The sur- yeah, the survey results are going on the website and should be on the website again, probably in a similar sort of time scale. So okay. by the end of April, um, the new newsletter, um, associated podcasts, presumably there might be some new videos. All that stuff, survey yeah. results will all be updated on the website. Okay. And just remind us of the website address. Website address. That's a good one. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's it's www. Monks Park Surgery hyphen bristol.co.uk monks park surgery hyphen bristol.co.uk that's it we'll uh, put that somewhere on the podcast <laughs> yes if i get keen we'll put it on the uh, the, the picture bit at the top while we're on addresses mm. um a lot of these things we're using twitter to send out odd little messages we mm. haven't done facebook and i th- think that was partly because we at the time there was a lot of worry about it but Mm. twitter very much using i know there's issues about twitter too but we've started using that just sending out little messages sometimes Mm. there's not so many doctors around this week sometimes look at this video here's the newsletter Mm. if you if you're a twitter person then we are at monks park surgery but that's park with a pk because i ran out of letters i think at <laughs> monks book surgery mm. um, and follow us on that would be great we've got just over 100 followers it'd be great to get 200 might run yes. a competition i mean i have to say it, maybe. it's it's a handy place every now and again um people like or organizations like nhs choices um puts out a, a reminder around you know some yeah. some seasonal messaging yeah. uh and obviously that gets retweeted um on okay. our twitter feed so keep Good. an eye out for it We've got our annual general meeting coming up. We have. Which yes, is... that is on the 2nd of May. 
um, and it's due to start at quarter past 12 and the usual format for that it's, it's usually about an hour of conversation and an update um, probably led by myself and yourself Andy um, we have um, staff members are also invited there will be a spot of lunch available for those that do attend if you are interested in coming along please let our reception team know so that we can feed you and everybody is welcome and everyone is and welcome you can come at any time not a problem the, the more the merrier it has got down to a little bit of a hardcore handful and mm. i'm sure they would love more people to come so if you're listening to this and you're keen then then find out a bit more yes um what else have i got on my little list here we we all we, we are going to mention but i really more to say that we'll do a little special on it that the nhs has changed and we're quite quite involved as a practice on all the new ccg stuff mm. and the boards and everything but i think i'm gonna take presenters prerogative here and say that that's all we're gonna say because we're gonna do a bit more david is on the local locality board mm. we go to meetings and all that sort of stuff but i think what we'll do because a lot of you guys out there, especially if you're listening in Alaska, this won't make any sense to at all. So I think what might be quite fun is to go and track down one or two of the guys who are involved in leading it, the chief mm. exec and the, 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 the head GP chairman, and we do a little interview and find out what's really Absolutely. That's a good idea. Is it worth, um, Andy, just talking through the changes that we're doing with the trial for the sessions to see uh, yes. about appointment access? Would Let's you like to have a... Okay. So um, just for in, out of interest, we've, we're aware, obviously, with um, our increasing list size that um, perhaps it was time to try something a little bit different in terms of the coverage of appointments throughout the week. So through a discussion with the partners here, and for clarification, just in case you weren't aware, the partners are um, Andy, who's here with me now, myself, uh, Dr. Gutierrez, and Karen uh, Falker, the nurse practitioner. So the four of us have met, we've, we've had a look, and what we're trying to do, and the purpose of this trial, is try and balance out the appointments across the week. We know Mondays are really busy. We understand that Fridays are really busy. So we're trying to do something a little bit different so that we've got a little bit more on a Monday and we've got a little bit more on a Friday. And effectively this week, um, we're starting a slight change in that uh, Dr. Gutierrez um, is going to be doing an additional session on a Monday. Hooray! Yes might help out with visits and workload and what have you and also um andy is going to be doing uh, a little bit extra on a friday and on alternate yes. oh, no, no. Hooray. <laughs> so on alternate weeks um effectively um andy will either be here just for a session in the morning yeah. um and dr gutierrez will be here all day uh and the on week two if you like uh, Andy will be here all day with Martha finishing in the morning. So um, hopefully that will have a positive effect on workload and the amount of appointments available throughout the week. But so we're trialling it yeah. and we'll see how it goes. So that's a, an extra session on Monday, which is good. And that is mm. an extra session. It is. We're, we're yeah. hoping with our extra numbers that that will be useful. And, and, and I'm shifting a little bit away from Wednesday. So we've got a little bit less on a Wednesday when it... It's a bit, bit less busy. Well, you and, say um, that. The big, thing, the big thing is, obviously, is the um, extended hours session that you do yeah. um, or have been doing on a Tuesday evening. We've, we've now moved to a Wednesday. So that might balance the week So Wednesday the we week have late out. appointments. Yes. And we have early appointments. So, yes, um, I'm sure the majority of our listeners will be aware that um, Karen, our nurse practitioner, has been doing a 
uh, in the morning starts uh, on a Monday, a Tuesday and a Thursday, which is really good. Now, on alternate weeks... really like those, don't they? Absolutely. Well, it, it just means that you can get in and see somebody um, before you're perhaps or on, on your way into work. Um, so it just provides us a little bit easier access for, for those. Uh, that work or just feel it's more convenient to come in at that time of day we're now also with um, he- um, Helen Powell joining the nurse team uh, going to be offering uh, on alternate weeks uh, some early uh, 7.30 in the morning appointments with her so again with Helen you know that could be anything from a change of addressing to um, a diabetic review so again, it's just trying to get the access right and, and meet the patient need and demand. So we hope that the extra stuff on the Friday and the Monday would, would really help and, and we, we think you're valuing the early morning sessions. Um, mm. the, the other thing that we really do want to push, and we're going to probably say this every podcast, is, is that there's a perception that people can't book ahead. What mm. our system is, we have about three quarters of our appointments are book on the day. So you need to get in nice and early at 8.30 on the phone or you can uh, access, we get appointments come free at half past six. Some of the appointments come free at half past six the night before. Online, yes. Basically, most of our appointments, of course our appointments are book on the day. Mm. However, a quarter of them you can book up to two weeks ahead. And I I know there are always appointments free. Uh, Quite often, I know my appointments because I go and look, are booked up for about the next week mm. but I often say to people book ahead two weeks and I get the reply people say well I'm told I I, I can't do that or people get the impression mm. that they can't book ahead you can up to two weeks now I appreciate if you're ill today you need to get seen today mm. uh, or if you want to see somebody in two or three days you have to plan ahead that a bit but it does mean that you can book ahead so we really want to try and um, nip that one in the bud because people just don't feel that they yeah. can book ahead so and then and let's not forget we also do offer um, telephone consultations which again can be pre-booked uh, in advance and and you might find that a telephone consultation might be more practical for you particularly if it's um, just a query that you have with regards to your medication or perhaps it's a non-medical uh, a non-urgent should I say a medical problem that you just want a little bit of advice on um, and again so those are available to be booked uh, in advance you don't need to be on the phone at half past eight in the morning and as as, as uh, Andy said, um, we do have a small number of those um, book on the day appointments that are actually available online to book at half past six the night before. So, well, I reckon that's way enough news. Just great, for now. yeah. So, well, that was our first experience of rambling on endlessly <laughs> into the microphone. What do you think, David? Well, hopefully there's someone still listening. Um, and it'll probably be me. But, wake uh, up. Yes, yeah. David, wake up. Yes. But um, hopefully, Don't as worry, I say... Don't worry, David. I'm going to go through and edit out all the boring bits. I'm sure you, I'm sure you will. Um, so we probably won't see this for quite some time. But uh, <laughs> uh, as I say, hopefully uh, it's, it's of an interest to those that yeah. are out there. And next time, we will obviously do a bit on the newsletter. Look out for an interview uh, with our new nurse, Helen Powell. Mm. We might do a thing on the the new NHS as it is in Bristol. Mm. We might go for a wander around the new hospital. Yes. We yeah. could do a bit on asthma or diabetes, uh, mobile apps. Hey, it's all there. Yes. Tune in next time. Make sure you're registered through iTunes and uh, our podcast will appear.
See you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye now.